Tarafalava and Bulavinaka, welcome to the Tima Talks podcast. I'm really excited because this is the first podcast that I'm dropping here in Sydney, Australia. I want to give a massive shout out to my friend Natoma, who is the founder of Toma Juices, a health-based business that she started only a couple of months ago to support mums, families, well basically everyone with their health journey. Toma Juices creates delicious cold-pressed juice cleansers, all made from organic fruits and vegetables. In this podcast, we get to know Natoma and more about Toma Juices. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please give Toma Juices a follow on Instagram. And if you're based in Sydney, then definitely place an order. You would not be disappointed. Enjoy. Okay. Wow. Second time lucky. Let's let's hope there's no technical issues. Okay. Um, I'm really excited because I've got Natoma here who has become a friend of mine and who has been amazing with her business. And I've seen the growth even when I was back home in New Zealand. And I'm really excited to have you back here on the podcast. The first time we did it, it didn't go so well. So yeah. <laughs> um, this time it's going to it's gonna go good. So thank you so much for joining. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. No, second, no, and, second and, time around. Of course. And Bulavinaka, welcome um, to everyone. This is Tima Talks podcast, I have Natoma. Um, and before we start, Natoma, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Bulavinaka, my name is Natoma. I am the owner and founder of Juice by Toma. Um, I'm a mother of three. I've got a six-year-old, a five-year-old, and a one-year-old. <coughs> I am uh, from Fiji, uh, from Vratawai level. My mom's from Lebuka Obalau. Um, I was born in Fiji, raised in Australia. Um, and yeah, that's basically about me. Awesome. And and how did Juice by Toma start? Like how did how did that come about and what inspired you to get started? Uh, so I started Juice by Toma back in 2021, September 2021, uh, just uh, getting out of lockdown. Um, so I was already doing juice cleansers uh, just by myself, doing it on my own personal page, posting it. Um, and then one day I decided to uh, save it um, and post, like I posted up basically a vlog of um, day one, day two and day three and the benefits, sorry, not the benefits, but also the uh, results of my cleanse. And um, yeah, we're getting out of lockdown. A lot of people, a few people hit me up and like, oh, I want to try. That seems really good. I need to, I need to do that as well, being in, being in lockdown. And they ended up doing, I sent it to them and they absolutely loved it. And yeah, uh, the rest is history. Here we are today. <laughs> no, I love that. I love it because um, I ordered, I gifted some to my friend um, who just had a baby and she said yeah. that it helped her a lot with her constipation. Wow. I don't know what yeah, it's like yeah, to have a baby, but I can yes. imagine the, the complications you'll have in your, you know, that yeah. area. And I think a lot of people, um, that's what I started <clears> sharing on my page. It wasn't just about like juices and just the business side, but it was also just making people aware of what they're putting into their system and also just the benefits of having like a fast and doing a detox and and how much your body would needs and how much it would be great for your body so um it was yeah it was just something that i'm passionate about and i love doing because of my own health experience and my own health journey so that yeah. is amazing that's amazing so how has juice by toba benefited oh toba juices sorry uh you've changed your name so uh toba juices how has that benefited you and your family Oh, in so many aspects. So uh, when I first created the business, it was purely to be a source of blessing to other people. Um, so what I was doing was um, 10% of everyone's orders, I was sending it to my, um, I was sending 10% of the um, orders 
like yeah to my uncle who has a ministry in Fiji and it's called Grace um, Grace Ministry and what he does is he has a rehabilitation a prison rehabilitation program where he goes and uh, visits prisoners and when they're being released he gives them financial blessings Uh, he also goes and visits homes and families that are um, suffering and gives them like buys them groceries and and helps them so it wasn't more so um, creating a business to make profit but it was also just giving back um, but I've seen also the benefits for my family so um, my husband he had ca- he got cancer back in 2019 and um, sometimes he's very low in certain things like he's low in iron low in uh, his vitamin c so every morning I was already making juices so he can say that oh it's helping him he still takes his medication of course but he just has it with his juices and he sees the benefits of it mm-hmm. and also seeing my kids as well they know oh mom what's what's the juice cleanse oh can I try it and they see every weekend when I'm buying the fruit and vegetables, they see the fruit, they're eating more fruit and vegetables because it's um, normal now. They're seeing the watermelon and everything. So it's encouraging my whole family to eat better, to eat healthier. And um, yeah, it's impacted my whole family because now my whole family is very conscious of their health and being aware of what they're putting into their body, which is great. I love that because, you know, I've, I've, cause I've got a family member, but I don't want to, yes. I don't want to name drop anyone, but um <laughs> So, you know, one of the things that he says, it's my brother, okay. one of the things that he says with don't his, with my niece, no, I don't name anyone, James Louis, no. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that he says is, um, you know, when my niece was growing up, mm. he would be like, oh no, no kids like to eat greens. Yeah. And now I see what's, you know, the consequences of that with, with now that she's a teenager yes. or young, young teenager. And then I see like one of my best friends, she had twins. Yes. And when I was holding the twins, I was like, she goes, oh, I was like, no, sis, she doesn't like that. And yeah. then she goes, no, sis, I'm an adult. We're the adults. We yes. tell kids what to like. Right. And yeah. so, like, you know, when I hear parents saying things like, oh, no, my child doesn't like carrots. My child yeah. doesn't like apples. Like, no, no, no. You, yeah. you have to force them to like it. Yeah, you yeah. Can, There's so many ways that we can create. Like, if we're constantly just giving them one food yeah. only, they'll only be used to that one food. Exactly. But if you're constantly giving them changes and you're creating, you know, making food exciting um there's so many things on social media that uh, a lot of mums are being more creative on how they give food to their kids and making giving them a variety mm. kids will then eat it like you said like kids don't know what they like um until you tell them then yeah. they're like oh okay i don't like this and yeah but that's it's a very um it's a hard topic because then yeah there's so many issues that come into that but it's, it's definitely true like just showing the kids um healthy options and and constantly having it there like a bowl of fruit on the table and in the morning having you know a side plate of like grapes with their cereals and their pancakes if they don't touch it it's all right at least you've tried yeah Mm. yeah no that's so true yeah yeah my 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 niece who lives next door um i we put nectarines inside her dummy you know those special dummies where you put fruits in it oh Oh, you know the sugar plums you got me last time yeah she loved them she pretty much ate the whole thing um (laughs) the whole like what we all ate it but like she loved it and then i bought some nectarines yesterday on my way back from the doctors and then she um she like sassed it like it was like and it's so good and it's so true what you said because um even my brother's very um encourages in me that encourages me to be mindful of my kids um and what they eat and he also tells me make sure that they eat healthy because you don't want when they get older it's harder for them to break the cycle of their bad eating and um encourage them to be healthy and eat well because we can all train like being pacific islander being fiji and i can go and do a 45 minute crossfit workout and it's nothing to me like I can do it easy but then when it comes to eating 
eating like eating healthy for a good one week a month it, i struggle mentally and i think like it's just breaking the chains and making them be more aware of the like if they eat bad these are the consequences you don't see it now but then once you get older and it's like making them more aware of that and like starting it from an early age and mm-hmm. having like for example that you know uh, fruits in their dummies which is so many great things out there products yeah 100%. to encourage kids to eat healthy that's so good shout out to Tui by the way <laughs> I hope you're having fun in Fiji oh, <laughs> we're not we're not jealous at all in your post um but I remember a post that you put up last year about um increasing your prices and you were quite apologetic about it yeah. um why was it hard for you to increase your prices oh man um because like I said when I first started the business it wasn't about business it was about helping others and making um you know giving them a product like your health shouldn't come at a cost and that's the mentality I had but then once I got into the business I realized that in order for your business to grow and for you to be bigger you got to raise your prices you have to make profit in order to be able to be to continue and to last and it was so hard because I was also coming off being someone that knows the value of money working hard having a nine-to-five also raising kids um, raising kids and seeing how $50 can go so far you know you can buy nappies you can buy so many things with $50 and it was hard for me to say oh I have this product and I'm going to charge this amount of money for it and even though I knew my product worked and I believed in it and I loved it and I saw the hard work that I put into it it was just hard for me to raise it because of that aspect because it was just yeah like I just knew how hard people work for their money and um yeah it was just I don't know it's just my mentality back then but now I realize that in order if I want this if I want my business to be where it's going to be in five years time then unfortunately I got to make these hard decisions to um increase my prices and and do all these things um and that's business that's how business runs if not then why am I in business exactly (laughs) exactly you just give it away for free might as well be a charity (laughs) yeah but did, did anyone uh you know have any comments towards your price changes or was that just your own insecurity as a business owner oh just my own insecurities yeah. um when i first so when i first did my three-day cleanses they were 45 dollars, and people were like oh this is dirt cheap like i had people like telling me this is dirt cheap and i was like all right i get it okay yeah. <laughs> and then i ended up raising my prices to 70 dollars, and um even then people were still like oh my god this is still too cheap and um yeah you should like raise it even higher but then i was like oh no like 30 dollars, 70 dollars is still a lot of money um, and still there's a lot of things that I got to fix and change and now currently uh, my three-day cleansers are $90 and it's now in um, 350 ml bottles before they were in one liter bottles so I've made a few changes changed the labels made it a bit better um, and I'm happy with that price but still there is still a part of me that's like oh my god like really and people pay like uh, business has been going really well with the price changes price changes um, but I think it's just me being um, like my dad's mentality is uh, grow slowly. Don't raise, you know, mm-hmm. don't raise your price straight away. Like just just increase by two dollars. Don't raise too much. I'm yeah. Like, Russ. <laughs> I can't <laughs> yeah. survive off two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I get where he's coming from. He's right in, in a way because, you know, you have to test the market. Yeah. You know, there's no like what if you increase all your prices and then people just stop buying. That's right. Yeah, so just mm. increase a bit by bit and then build that brand loyalty and Yeah. Yeah, so he's right. It's so funny, eh? like a lot of our parents, also my parents, they don't they're not experienced in business at all. Yeah. But the advice that they give us is like or will give me is yes. actually quite oh, okay. It's yeah, actually quite good. Yeah. It is. It's like well it just goes to show they have more wisdom than we that's right 
right. and how applicable it is to business. Mm. Does your health journey influence your children? Um, as in, do they also enjoy eating healthy? Because I'm asking for all the mums out there who struggle to get their children to eat veggies and fruit. Oh, most definitely. Um, my daughter, if I go training and I go to the gym, um, my kids are always wanting to come with me and they want to know where I work out. Um, and also my food as well, if I'm eating something. So when I do my meal preps, um, it's the constant, why are you eating that and we're eating this? And I'm like, sis, yeah. if only you knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it also made me, um, then the more, uh, makes them want to know more about food. Mm-hmm. So when I'm eating certain things, they always constantly, can I have a try? Yeah. Um, I want to see. So they're just, they're willing to try that willingness. Um, so me being aware of my health is also making them aware as well um, but at the same time it's um, it's hard because of social media and like things that they watch because the other day my daughter's like mom I'm so fat and I'm like girl you ain't fat yeah. like and I'm like you're not you're healthy like mm-hmm. you know you're eating healthy you're drinking water you look good like you're you're right where you should be um, but yeah it's definitely me on my health journey has definitely um, helped my kids and made them aware yeah. and it's good as well because my they see my sisters uh, my family as well they're very health conscious now as well um, so they see it like in the environment so it's nothing new to them yeah no that's so good yeah um, where do you see Juice by Toma in two to three years time Oh man, uh, well me, I want to I want to be opening up a juice by Toma Toma Juices, sorry Toma Juices in Fiji. So Fiji is basically my ultimate. Uh, I when I first started the business, I got inspiration from people like um, what's it called? Um, oh, I can't. It's a. Uh, Oh yeah, there's a juice company in Fiji that I got the inspiration from, and I just forgot. <laughs> oh, um, I think I've seen it when um, I was there. Yeah, it's I've got mum brain right now. Juice Fiji, is it? Juice Fiji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh, yeah. they were amazing. And, mm. like, man, even their juices and the products. And there's other businesses, small business in Fiji. But in three to five years' time, <clears> I see myself opening up a business in Fiji. I also see me opening up a store um, in Australia, um, preferably in Belmore, Campsie, where I grew up. Um, but I see myself, yeah, uh, opening up a business in Fiji um, because, again, I am passionate and I love that Fiji has so many uh, plants and there are so many um, medicinal like uh, plants out there that can help us. And you name it, I've drunk, I've had it. Yeah, what was that that, that one that you drank on your story? And, and oh, I remember your baby was just like, what the heck are you drinking, mum? <laughs> so that was Vangalaya. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So growing up, we used to have like Vangalaya, which is a ginger root. It's wild ginger that's grown. And instead of them juicing it, they grate it by hand. And then they uh, put water in to extract the juice. And it's all by hand. So we grew up drinking Vangalaya. After I gave birth to my daughter, Una, I started to find out more um, medicinal, more plants out there so there's uh, stuff like um, Batimandra Mandra and Burl and um, what's it called and why Wainin Rumusu Tondoka like there's so many water uh, waters and, and herbs in Fiji that people drink to make themselves uh, get better and heal them and um, yeah that's why I really want to open up in Fiji and plus my dad's a farmer so I can get like uh, local produce at like a good rate and just keep it sustainable your business has grown so much which is amazing but what has been your biggest learning experience in business so far oh biggest learning lesson is go slow <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. very uh like passionate in everything I do and when I have my mind on something I just go 110 percent yeah uh, I have the mentality is either I give all in I'm all in or I'm or like not, not at all yeah. and um yeah I think my biggest learning curve was to go slowly I've made a lot of mistakes um not I haven't made a lot of mistakes but I've have I've 
learned a lot of things on this journey. Um, December 2021, I when I had the break, I kind of realized that I was burnt out because I was just giving so much. I was doing too many orders. I was just so excited. Yeah. I was trying to keep up with everyone else, not realizing that, um, yeah, like my family came priority. So learning to take things slow and um, don't feel pressured. And if I do something wrong, don't be hard on myself. Do, do your fam- Does your family check you? Check? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, my... <laughs> funny story that you said that uh, oh, okay. <laughs> because in um november like close to december my uh i think it was my tire like i had a moment where like my tire went flat and then my brother messaged me um and he was like telling me oh you know you gotta just he just went in like he just went ham on me and um, it hurt but it was the truth and it was it was words being spoken out of love because he saw as, as an outside going in and and i'm the kind of person i'm very tunnel vision um i don't see the effects of my actions and so um yeah when he spoke to me i kind of made me realize so then i took a break it was perfect because i ended up taking that break during christmas and new year but then it was hard for me to get back on it because i was like oh how do i keep that balance how do i not as a person go all in but then at the same time be uh, able to um just yeah. produce results yeah, yeah like yeah. how do i please everybody but yeah. at the same time run this business and it not affect anybody but just me so like how do I make my family happy but at the same time like continue to run my business and it not affect anyone and that's that's still where I'm at like personally so yeah it's a huge like dilemma (laughs) and I am like yes hearing that like I am a people's I please people I'm a people pleaser um, why do you think that is do you think it's just in our island nature because we're so hospitable or in general we're I, quite hospitable you know we, we look after not just our own immediate family but our extended family 100% yeah. I feel like as Pacific Island women we well yeah um, I don't know I'm just speaking on experience and people that I've grown up with also my mum we tend to make sure people are okay we want to make sure that others are okay and in today's society we're starting to realize about putting you first and, and knowing signs of things and um, yeah making sure that you're okay and your cup is filled you can't you can't give what you don't have and that's what I'm learning now as well and learning to say no and be okay with that and not feel guilty for saying no yeah and I think that's hard being because we are very hospitable we can be up for hours just making sure someone's comfortable knowing that we have work in the morning and just not telling them hey sorry but can you leave I've got work. hey sorry can you um tell your problems to someone else can you <laughs> yeah yeah but i think that's um yeah that's one thing that's the hardest like yeah yeah i think it's just our culture because i see it my my family yeah very hospitable and it's just hard sometimes yeah i reckon our culture has a huge part to do with it because Mm. i remember i was one of um the guys that i know he was chinese businessman and he told me straight up pacific people aren't good in business (laughs) and i think this is our time guys this is our time to prove them wrong (laughs) but yeah it's also like work work ethics as well because we have like for me personally sometimes it's hard like these next yeah it's hard because we have so many family functions we've got so many things and it's like you run a business but then something comes up like a family function or you have a death in the family or something and then we do things the way we run it we're very um there's so many uh what's it called protocols that we have to follow to make sure things are done correctly and then we they're like okay i can't do the business because this needs to be done i need Mm -hmm. to do this this and this for it to be done well and then our business suffers because of all these things that our culture has brought and i think that's hard and like i'm starting to experience it like when we have family meetings or i'm having to make my juices earlier because then i have to go to the family meeting make sure that i'm 10 because if i'm not there my family get upset why weren't you there yeah you know and Mm -hmm. you know if there's like something going on with the 
extended family we've got to be there yeah. and then at the same time like you know if you're an online business you're here constantly on your phone people might think that you're being rude but really it's like no I'm trying to keep that balance and yeah. it's yeah it's it's so hard it's so and, tough, and it's though. true but we're trying yeah. to break that stigma yeah that's so true mm. I'll say some other things off the mic okay <laughs> Um, has your mind thinking yeah like, and I've got oh, so much yeah. to add but remember I'm trying to condense this podcast because <laughs> hey guys for those of you who are listening um, our podcast last time took about two an hours. hour yeah almost two hours so we're trying to condense it um, <laughs> one question was followed with another question yeah, and another and answer was followed with another yeah, answer, another answer and, then, and then it was like uh, yeah it was just like going off topic and we're, then all <laughs> of a sudden we're talking about body image and oh yes. gosh but that's another thing as well like it, yeah I, I feel like you know you mentioned before that your daughter um una was saying that she's so fat and, I and think, she's only five and she's only five she's only six mind you six or six there we yeah. go yeah that's just that's horrible to, yeah so and i see because they see in society like they watch youtube videos and you know it's like you know older people making videos and sometimes it's hard for you to be on top of what they're watching because some things just flip through the cracks yeah and then they hear things also they go to school and they mm. hear conversations because you can't filter anything like yeah. yeah once they go to school they're out of your hands so hearing her say these kind of conversations oh mom i'm i'm fat or is like her brother oh you're a big boy like saying things like that they don't realize the power of their words mm. and they don't realize that eventually they'll understand that meaning and if I'm not if I don't try to break that now it'll stick with him yeah and yeah it, it, it's very hard yeah like, mm, the power of the tongue guys the power of the tongue and constantly yeah. saying it to them and also also to your spouse like I'm very careful now what I say to my husband yeah. with my kids around like yeah. when he needs to work out or he's getting a bit I just tell him hey do you want to go gym let's go work out together yeah. and yeah. he kind of knows okay I need to instead of saying oh you're being very negative yeah because yeah. we are very blunt being Pacific Islander we are very blunt and we mock a lot yeah yeah I mean, for me i know i do sometimes it's hard like we just say things out of love but then you can come off yeah. and kids being there yeah they just instantly pick up straight away oh, they're sponges yes yeah so that's yeah it's, it's speak yeah. life over your loved ones guys maybe... speak life okay um what do you do to take care of yourself after a long and busy weekend of business because i follow you quite closely <laughs> um and i see that you're up at ridiculous hours of shopping for fruit and vegetables and you sometimes you have your kids with you yeah. um how do you take care of yourself and practice that self-care um so i before i was doing juicing i always go to the beach so i always go to kuji people that follow me on my personal page i'm always at kuji every sunday is going for a swim i feel like swimming relaxes me it's also my time away from the kids and all the stress and kind of gets me reset for the week um, nowadays, now that I have business, I always fill my cup constantly reading the word of God, praying, um, dwelling in his midst. When the kids are in bed, then I start reading my devotional and just being in God's presence. I feel like that really helps me understand and know my purpose and my calling and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, it keeps me realigned. Um, but yeah, constantly reading my Bible, um, dwelling in his midst and just going to the gym, physical, going to the gym, that's where I find I pump out all my stress. Um, I'm going for a swim. I love a good going to the beach and just go for a swim and just like, yeah, wading in the water. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. Um, and that's a really different way of um, looking after yourself because some of the mm. guests that I've had on, the way they look after themselves is just sleep oh, and, yeah. you know, skincare and stuff. So for yeah. you, 
um to say that you love to go out and you know yeah. enjoy the fresh air enjoy water it's like mm. oh it just goes to show you're like a really outdoorsy person yeah which i think my, is awesome yeah my skincare routine is just <laughs> it's just cream it's and, that's it. and that's it <laughs> yeah oh that's so cool mm. um i'm actually excited to move because i'm um for those of you who don't know i am going to be based out towards the beach area for work mm. which is so exciting Love but um, those prices hey eh? <laughs> oh, like i thought i could afford to live in cogra i thought oh well maybe if i live in cogra but that's still quite a distance from maruba yeah um so oh gosh that's another stress <laughs> yeah once you come to the where i we're situated so i stay in camp c21 excuse me 2194 um my husband wants me to move out west and i don't want it like it's been a debate for over five years for mm. us to move out west because it's more affordable for us to live out west yeah and it's um, so cheap yeah. yeah and homes you get value for your money out west but i don't want to move out like I, i'm very resistant because of the fact of the beaches i'm like but it's going to take this long I think it's <laughs> yeah so how long is the drive from Silly. um so camp c, did you camp c say? Is, so um, how long is the drive from camp c to kuji oh it's uh, 20 minutes 15 if i take the m4 like so 15 good. to 20 yeah on a good. sunday it just takes me about 20 minutes mm. but it's so close and um yeah like we've always lived in that area and on like uh, growing up my dad would always take us to cronulla sand dunes oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. every sundays or every saturday because my dad um for those of you who don't know my dad played uh, for uh, canterbury bulldogs mm. and so for his own um fitness he'd always go to the sand dunes so i was always exposed to the beach and um yeah I, there's just something about going to the beach that just looks like nostalgic for you yeah, yeah. so like if moving out west i'm like where's the local beach out west yeah no there isn't and yeah yeah it's there isn't much and i, I don't want to be traveling um like i told my husband if we do move out west i want a pool yeah <laughs> that's it like, and that's that and that's final and that's all right yeah <laughs> that is so cool so do you have any advice for any mums out there who find it hard to start their health journey oh um for me most uh yeah for me it was just do it like mm. you have to just do it um it's no it's not unlike commercial guys no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah just you have to do it like my pinnacle moment was when I went out with my friends and I couldn't wear the jeans that I used to wear after I had my baby I couldn't wear the jeans that I used to wear and I couldn't wear the outfits because your body changes but it takes a while for your mind to accept the changes of your body mm. and my mind was still pre-mum bod and what I used to wear and how I used to look and then when I used to when I changed my appearance um, when my appearance changed physically I couldn't accept it and then I was then like oh but I have this and I got to do this and I got to do this this but then I had to be like no if I want to look like this and I want to get better and I want to get healthier I got to just make that decision I got to wake up early and go for a walk I got to take the kids to the park and while they're playing I'm doing a little workout like you got to make that decision you can't expect someone else to help you because if you expect someone else to help you you'll be constantly relying on them if they cancel then you end up stopping you have no motivation because you're expecting someone else to be your motivation yeah. you got to do it on your own and it's hard it's not easy but once you get into that role and that rhythm watch or just flow like now i i can't go a week without going to the gym i'm constantly making sure that i'm like eating something healthy drinking water like it's become a habit it then becomes a habit yeah, yeah. so my biggest encourager to mum that's mums that are trying to get back on that health journey just do it like start off you start off with going to zumba watching i would start off with watching workouts online youtube while baby's asleep i was watching youtube workouts and then when they'd wake up i go to go for a walk Plus, you want to realize, do you want to be there in four years, five years' time? You've got to think long-term as well. You can't just be focused on today because today's problems will eventually end and then tomorrow there'll be another problem. So, yeah. I love that. 
Sorry. Did you guys hear that, guys? No, <laughs> no, that's so cool. Yeah. And and like, I'm I'm not even a mum, and sometimes I struggle to even get up, and because mm. it's just I guess I'm just not used to it. But I've met people who are women who have just bounced back to their normal bodies just through <gasps> pure hard work, mm. no lipo, no gastric, no yeah. nothing, just pure hard work. And one of the things that I was told was that it just becomes a part of your life. Like you just yeah. wake up and you're like, okay, it's time to go for a walk. That's right, and it's you have to make that decision. Like oh, I'm gonna start waking up at four a.m. in the morning and do it like people you know change doesn't happen overnight it Mm. takes time and just go with the process you can't we see on social media people that snap back within three months and we think you know I was at that stage where I thought I would be like after three months I was going to snap back into shape three months later I was still heavy and I was about to I was pregnant again with another child you know but then just taking small steps and doing small things like going watching YouTube and doing a workout from there you know Kmart there's so many things like workout wears workout equipment that's cheap if not going for a walk you don't have to sign up to a gym to start doing that like when I started I just started off with um uh, watching YouTube and watching workouts from there then I started doing road runs I love a good road run like I started doing road runs then when I started to notice that my fitness level was increasing and what I was doing I needed more of a um I needed more then I signed up for a gym but even then I had to make sure that my kids were a priority that the nappers were being bought and it doesn't affect anybody and then when I could afford it then I'd sign up for a gym and there's so many gyms there like that are 24-7 now. It's, it's amazing. Mm. Mm, so. Love it, love it. Who are the people that inspire you and why? Ooh. Um, so, oh, this is a good question. Um, I think, oh, man, I've <laughs> got me thinking now. I think um biggest thing is my kids. My kids inspire me. Um, they inspire me to be better. They inspire me to do better. Um, most definitely JK Juices um, on Instagram. Um, they have oh, the, their journey of how they created their business was amazing. They um, JK Juices, if you go onto them on Instagram, they're, they're sisters that um, are based in America. And they started their juice um, business in a popcorn machine, a popcorn um uh, store and then from there they ended up growing and now they own their own business so they grew slowly and man they inspire me like their journey is amazing and now they own their own juices and they've got these big juices juice bars and it's incredible yeah. um also my culture like knowing that uh we assist okay we have so many resources um that we can that there was available to our ancestors and to our um, older generation that they used to have to keep themselves healthy and so many plants and and things that they would drink to make sure that they're healthy and they're alive yeah like healthy yeah and it, yeah it's a funny story that you say that um sorry i think this is a bit off topic but no that's okay my auntie we're doing good for time so go ahead oh awesome yeah. my auntie um she does uh, tourism in fiji and she ended up going to what they do is they go to local villages um and they go and try and uh, bring um like uh like kind of bring um uh like in, help them economically how they can help them economically if they can um do tours of the uh, of the village and um if they can there's things that they can sell that they can kind of bring um finances to that village anyway they ended up here she ended up meeting this gentleman and she looked at him and he was like amazing he looked healthy he had abs his body was glowing he looked she was like she saw him and she's like wow he's 30 years old like he looks amazing he would wake up four in the morning to go to the field he'd uh do like farming then he'd come home at 8 a.m and have like breakfast and he'd have um uh cassava with tea 
And then he'd go back to the farm, farm, come back at lunchtime and have boiled fish or boiled food. Then he'd sleep and then three o'clock he'd farm again and then that was his day. Um, and he kept that and he they hardly drank grog. And then he ended up asking him, oh, do you mind if I ask you, how old are you? And then the guy asked, how, do you, how old do you think I am? And he's like, oh, I think you're 30, 35, because the way you look, you look amazing. And then the gentleman looked at him and he laughed and he's like, I'm 70 years old. Whoa! And yeah. she was shocked and she's yeah. like, 70? You look like someone, like a rugby player, the way your body is built, the way your skin looks. And he goes, yeah, because I look after my body. We hardly had fried, we hardly have fried food. If we get sick, we just go down to the farm and we look for a plant to heal us. I have boiled food all the time. I sleep well. I make sure that uh, if I go to the farm, I'm going early in the morning before the sun is up. Mm. We take, we really take care of ourselves. We don't drink grog all the time. We only drink it when there's functions. Mm. And he said, we here, we know that the local hospital is far away. Mm. So we don't, we can't afford to get sick oh, because if we get so sick, yeah. it's hard for us to get that resource to get help. Yeah. So what do we do? We make sure we take care of ourselves what we put in and how we take care of our body and when she said that to me i was like whoa and that inspired me because i was like that's so true like we take advantage that if we get sick we just go straight away to the hospital me canterbury hospital emergency they open 24 hours we go to chemist warehouse get a pill pop it in you know Mm -hmm. we don't realize man what you put in like if you want to be here in five six ten years time you know if i want to be here in 10 years time for my kids to continue to help them and watch them grow i got to take care of myself i got to be conscious of what i take i got to be conscious of what i'm putting in making sure i sleep and having that balance even for my kids as well if i want mm-hmm. them to grow up and be healthy and not be obese and break that stigma i got to make sure that they're eating healthy sleeping well and all those and all that stuff so that, that was really so encouraging cool. yeah that is so true and yeah. like i've seen this documentary it's called heal it's one of my favorite documentaries on amazon prime for anyone wants to check it out um and it's not just what you're putting in your body but it's also what you're putting in your mind yes and and the people you're surrounding yourself Mm. with and oh that is so powerful yeah you said that as well because well my husband was watching a documentary about social media and like the phones effects of having technology and they were saying like um it was you know technology wasn't built to like you know run your life it was only meant to just resolve problems and this and that and communicate with people and communicate with people and now we're on like you know i get notifications on my phone that i've been on instagram for two hours straight and i was watching youtube for over four hours and then we realize why sometimes our mental health struggle because of what we put into mm. our mental health, you know. We don't realize the power of just going outside and, and having fresh air and looking at, like, you know, the sea and, like, seeing fresh, like, just seeing trees and things like that. Yeah. And it's like being outdoors, how great it can be for our body being in the sun. You know, we don't, we take that, we really don't appreciate appreciate it sometimes yeah and yeah some like we have to make sure that like it's not only what we put in like you said it's also our mental health making sure that our mental health is okay as yeah. well yeah mm. because i remember on our last podcast i'm not sure if we've mentioned it in this one mm. but i remember in the last one you were saying that you like to create memories with your kids oh, you're yeah. always going out and <laughs> yes. which is good because the amount of kids that i see in restaurants mm. that are glued to their screens and i see it within my family i'm not talking about any other kids i'm mm. talking about the, my first cousin's that literally snatch our phones off us, the younger generation, um, who literally snatch our phones off us because they're so addicted to mm. Coco Melon and, um, you know, oh, it's Ryan's Toy Review. I don't know, oh, but yeah, all of these... Ryan's Toy Review. Yeah, oh, all of these things. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, um, I, I, you just don't realise how much time 
yeah. passes when you're glued to your screen. That's right. And it's not until you get like, you know, share on Instagram that like, be careful what your child's watching because there are so many, you know, hidden messages and all these things inside it. Be careful what they watch. And it's like, we should be very careful of what we do. Like, uh, like I said in my, the previous podcast, what I do with my kids is I like to create memories because, you know, materialistic things will fade away and they'll forget about it, but the memories will last forever. You know, taking them to the beach and, and going for walks and doing these things for them because when they get older, they're going to then, you know, create those memories for their kids because those are the things that I hold on to with my parents, all the memories that we created. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, my kids still like cry for cooker melon and all that and I give them the phone to shut them up, my yeah. daughter, yeah. if she's running around misbehaving in the, in the, um, what's it called in the like restaurant or anything like that but it's also just trying to like create you know encourage him to be like no you have to sit still we're going to sit down and eat and just yeah, yeah not be so reliant on um, technology but it's hard like I'm yeah. a mum and I struggle with it all the time oh, you know yeah I, I, I can imagine yeah I can imagine. but those are the problems that I'm literally looking forward to so <laughs> what's a day in the life look like for you uh, with running my juice business yeah. or just a day in oh just in, just in general gen- oh, yeah. so in general if uh, Monday to Friday it's wake up early in the morning make sure the kid or um, the night before I'm making sure that my husband has his lunches um, so he is still recovering from cancer he does have a few issues here and there um, just weight loss um, so making sure that he has his lunch prepped or his food is done inside the fridges then um, in the morning make sh- waking up my kids getting them ready for school drive them to school and then during the day it's just doing the business what needs to be stocked up what needs to be bought what needs to be created um, Monday, Tuesdays, I'm with my mum, so it's her day off, and so we're together 24-7, doing everything she wants, <laughs> yeah. um, and then in the afternoon, 3 o'clock, pick up, um, make dinner, make sure that the clothes are done, everything's, washing's done, um, make sure dinner's cooked, and then everyone's, um, then after they have their shower, we have devotion, and then everyone's in bed by 7.30, but then when we, on a weekend, when I'm running my business, um, I usually don't go to bed till about like 10 o'clock because I'm cleaning my kitchen area, making sure everything's sanitized. And then I'm up at about three o'clock in the morning, three to four o'clock in the morning to go and buy the juices, um, to go and get the fruit and veg. Um, cause my husband still works. So I go to the market about three and four. I come back home, unload everything. My mom then goes to work cause she stays with the kids when I go to the market. And then she got come back and I start prepping. Um, I prep until about like eight or nine. Then I have to make the kids breakfast. And then once the kids have breakfast, then I can go back to juicing and then I have to entertain them. So making sure that they're okay while still doing my juices. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, I haven't been, I don't sleep on a Saturday. I work all throughout the night to make sure, to ensure that the juices get delivered the next morning because my delivery time is 8 to 11. Um, so then I juice all throughout the night. Um, my mom comes at five o'clock when she finishes work to help me put oranges. And then I keep going, I still juice. Um, and sometimes I sleep about 2 a.m. or so like have a brief nap. Um, so 2 a.m., I stop, I clean up, um, and then if, if my body like my body shuts down, then it just shuts down and I have like a one-hour snooze. If not, then I just keep going and then my husband does a delivery for me or I do the delivery if no one can do deliveries. But then I'm pumping on coffee and, and tea yeah. and everything. Oh, we better wrap this up so you can go and have a sleep. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I, I had a good sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, nah, this Sunday's a foray. Church, family, sleep. Yeah. Um, I love that. And oh, man, I just can't get I should go to church. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all good. My mum's flying in from New Zealand next week. Ooh, and she's exciting. like, and she, yeah, it's, it, 
Yeah, it's exciting. Um, we'll see how long the excitement lasts, though. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it was cool, but she was like, you know, because I, I, I go to church because we're Catholic. Yes. I go to Mass every Sunday, but not, like, the last two Sundays I've missed. So she's like, oh, man. when I come there, I'm going to take you to Mass. Yeah, no, um, guilty. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm excited for where the juice business, uh, where uh, Toma Juice is going to go in the future. Um, I know that you're in the process of creating your own website, which is really exciting. Yes, oh, my goodness. Which is, And I've got to talk to you about that after so exciting <laughs> yeah something that i've been wanting for ages and, and it's a start and it's just yeah. better because the, the the orders will just come straight through your bank oh, account man. the invoices will automate themselves so much easier yeah. like right now i do everything by a dm system i was doing everything um like the team that i had before they were creating an invoice system where i do everything by email but i being a mom i never have time to sit down um, I never have like yeah I just don't have time to sit down and be emailing everything DM I found it for me personally I just found DM system quite easy um, so now that I have my website it's just going to be so easy just to have people go there order it they don't have to deal with, with me anymore like they just see what's available um, yeah and then they can just go through that so it makes it so much 10 times easier yeah. I'm, I'm so excited which is yeah it's going to be so good and it gives you a chance to grow yeah so it leaves you with a lot more time because to... right now I'm only on Instagram once I um, create the website then I can open up to the Facebook market yeah but I haven't opened up to Facebook because I'm still trying to control like Instagram still a lot with the orders coming in it's a lot mm-hmm. and I don't want to you know bite off too much that I can't handle yeah yeah mm. you can't bite off more than you can chew that's that's, that's the, the same so Fijians <laughs> don't know how to say that so. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding yeah, <laughs> no that is so cool and I'm excited for you to open up in Fiji because like we were talking before I've been to Fiji it's my number one holiday spot yeah Samoa's my number one but it's hard for me to holiday there because my family asked me for money <laughs> Um, but you know when I want to get away and like yeah. not have no one knows who I am like yeah. it'll be cool um, Fiji is all the, the, the spot but what I've noticed is that a lot of the business there are not run by indigenous Fijians yeah and so it'll be really yes. amazing for you to go ahead and, and exactly break that and and you know start up a new trend yes and also that's the other thing um i also sorry to mention i'm here another reason why i'm so excited about doing what i wanted doing what i'm doing and running my business is i'm trying to break generational curse for my kids i want them to realize that if you're so passionate about something and you're excited and you're going to work your ass off for it do it you know if you don't want to go to college like you know i'm not saying don't go to you take like you do you but if they don't want to do that and they want to create their own business do it like i'm here and i'm this old you know this you know sometimes the parents are like you know back in my days i was this old and i did this this yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be like that's my kids yeah i'll be like i was this old and i decided to create this my thing do this if you can do it if i can do it you can do it you have no excuse because like your kids should look up to look up to you they shouldn't have a role model outside of the home the whole, oh, your so role bad. model should start inside the home yeah you know you should be the role model to your kids because you don't because then you can show them what you want you know you don't want them acting out a certain way because they see it in the home everything starts from the home and that's what i learned growing up so yeah i'm trying to do that so and also like people back in fiji be the first itoke owner of a business and in jesus name a multi-million dollar business speaking in In jesus name (laughs) we pray the blood of jesus christ over all of this so this is amazing amazing um that's so good and i'm glad you know and it's so encouraging because i'm you know being a jesus follower myself like yeah you know hearing someone who owns a business and also gives all the praise and glory to god i think that's incredible um, very encouraging um but that's so true and, and I, I i can't wait for that to start and i and i can't wait to put my dollars in there so then i can make a little something something for myself off that say less yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Um, that wraps up our podcast. Um, wow, come yeah, on. which is like 
an hour and a half. Done today. Yeah, an hour and a half earlier than than last what we week. Expected. We tampered here and there. Bruh, like last week, like the last, the first, guys. For those of you who are listening, the first podcast we did was just like one and a half. Like oh no, it was almost two hours. two hours. The last time I did a two-hour podcast was with Cruz. Whoa! And but we even like I came, we came early and we chatted for an hour before yeah. we even started the. Podcast. And we've kept in touch over the weeks, yeah. which has been good. So um, have, this yeah. lovely lady has been helping me look for a place. I'm moving out soon, no. so no. Just, and I, she just gave me a tour of an apartment. I'm like, oh, why do you want to leave? I, I can't. Like, I'm going to be working in Maroubra, so yeah, that, that's even better. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and I hope this is the first of many podcast episodes that we can do together. Amen. Yes. Cool. Any last shout outs? Uh, yeah, just shout out to my husband. Thank you for uh, letting me come and the lovely kids. <laughs> it's probably like, no, you already got your chance before. Got to give praise where praise is due. Uh, yeah, and, and shout out to my family for their support. Um, and also shout out to every single person that supported me in the business, that has ordered from me, that has shared my page, that has given me a shout out. I appreciate you. You don't understand how much I, I, I appreciate all that you do and, um, and like all that you share. And yeah, just thank you to each and every one of the supported me. Vinaka, Vinaka Vakalevu, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is the Team of Talks podcast with Natoma, who is the founder of uh, Toma Juices. Toma Juices. So you changed your name, so. I know, I changed my name. Yeah, uh, the founder of Toma Juices, and I'm excited to see the growth and, and everything, all her plans come into fruition in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, take care, everybody. Thank you for listening, and make sure you follow, subscribe. The whole shebang. And like us on... <laughs> like us. If you see us on the road, can you say hello to us? <laughs> Give us a shout out. Give us a shout out. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. All right. More there. <laughs>